Welcome to the Tell Me Something Real podcast. Real people, real stories, real talk. Greetings, realists. Welcome back. So this week, I have something I want to talk about with you, Kelly, if you're Exciting. game. Okay. <laughs> so we're both kind of new parents. Like mm-hmm. I've been at it for a couple of years with my youngest and you just had one. Mm-hmm. And I think that we came at having children later in life from totally different angles. Yes. And as, as always, like we do things totally opposite, which is why Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting to hear different perspectives on doing sort of the same thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, so I had my first kid when I was 25, I totally thought that was the age you were supposed to have kids. Like it was a really responsible ate that no no it, which is I was funny because like, at me at 25 like I was I feel like I was such a baby at 25 I was now I wasn't saying that I was ready I just thought that was sure. an age that yeah. people have children and they us do at, you were right. at 12 we were planning on having our first kid at 18 like we were getting married yeah. in high school and pregnant you know, Who, I don't know but the people we were not dating. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Famous people. But, uh, so by the time I got to be 25, I'm like, okay, surely I'm ready to have a baby. And, and truly I wasn't, um, Mm -hmm. in any respect, but part of the reason I wasn't, uh, in some ways was because I worked a job that didn't have any maternity leave. So there was no allowances made for me, being pregnant, being sick, having time to deliver the baby. I just had to take time off unpaid from work. And I had to come back to work as quickly as possible. I actually brought my baby to work when I came back, which was a whole thing on its own. Uh, And then eventually, yeah, it was, I mean, it was fine because of the job I did. I was um, doing in-home healthcare with a really low risk clientele. And I had a client who was really cool and really easy. I did barely just cooking and cleaning. Uh, He was totally cool with me bringing the baby. So I was able to make that work for a while, but it certainly wasn't ideal. Mm -hmm. And um, then getting into daycare, daycare is very cost prohibitive for somebody who's making $8 an hour, which is what I made um, at that time. So yeah. So I knew that I wasn't going to have another baby until I had a job that Mm -hmm. had maternity leave and had uh, a really good benefits package so that we could, you know, have good health care and good child care and all those things. Um, And so I was thinking, well, you did it sort of different. Totally. You came at it. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your thoughts? Sure. So, I mean, my, like in my dream world when I was marrying a celebrity, of course, like I thought that 32 was the ideal age to Mm. have a baby. Um, but it didn't work out that way for me. So at that point, like I kind of decided that I didn't want to have a baby. And again, we're talking like dream world here because it wasn't like I was in a situation where I was going to, you know, bring a child into the world, but like, my ideal situation would be to stay at home and take care of the baby because I really didn't want someone else raising my baby for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, also like I grew up with a mom who was working like all the time. And I know that we did not get quality time together. 
I really, at that point, kind of before I had a baby, I had no idea how much work I'd really need to be putting into it. I really mm-hmm. didn't. No one tells you, like, it doesn't matter how much time you spend with someone who has a baby. And you can probably hear my baby in the background, like mm-hmm. screaming. Um, <laughs> that's actually a good scream. He's happy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, at that point I had no concept of how much effort I would need to put into the baby, how tired I would be. But I did know that like, I didn't want to work all day, be super burnt out from a job that I didn't like, and then come home and be trying to put all my effort into another human. So I didn't want to have a a child until I could devote all my time to that and um, like be a stay-at-home mom. And I honestly never thought that would be even a possibility the way Mm -hmm. that I, my life was playing out. It was like this, I, cause I worked forever, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, You did. (laughs) And that just did not seem like something that was ever going to happen. But then as fate may have it, it did, it worked out that way. Um, so I ended up now I am a, an all the time mom. Yeah. So I have to confess that when I had my first kid and I was home with her off work, I quickly realized that that was not a sustainable place for me to be, even if I could mm-hmm. financially work it out. And honestly, I probably could have figured some way. I was living around my family at that time. My grandparents were alive. My mom was eager to help. So I probably could have managed it, but I've realized I got frustrated Mm -hmm. after so many hours or so many days consecutively where I never had a break. Mm -hmm. And um, my oldest child has a a father who's not involved and, and wasn't, he was present, but not very involved in the beginning. So it really was just me. And I wanted to go back to work. Like I wanted to be away and Mm -hmm. miss my child and come home and then be happy to see her. I realized that like what you were talking about is like that burnout from work where then you come home and you're like, ah, Mm -hmm. like I was getting that from my kid and that seemed totally unfair to, to her. Mm -hmm. So, so I felt like I was doing the best thing for her by going back to work. And fast forwarding 16 years into the future, I come home from work. I work 10 hour days plus a two hour drive. I come home from work. And if I'm here alone and have to go get our youngest child from the nanny, and then I'm here and I'm trying to make dinner with her alone, I also get very frustrated. So it's not like a magical... you know, that I go to work and then I like come home and I'm a great mom. Like certainly what you're describing, that's real. I am glad that I have a a father who's very involved and usually in the evenings he's here and he's helping me out. So um, I'm not getting that, but I definitely noticed that um, when I'm alone and I'm tired, I I get frustrated and then I'm doing things I don't want to do and things I regret as a parent. And so that's my goal is like minimize my regrets about. Sure. Well, I think that, I mean, the elephant in the room here is that no matter whether you work or you don't work um, outside of the home, because being a stay-at-home mom is certainly a lot more work than people, you know, think it is. Oh yeah. Whether you do or not as a, as a mother, you're always on and it's hard Mm -hmm. work. And people don't often talk about how hard it is and how you always have to be on. 
you know, like you don't get time to just like walk off by yourself and just like be quiet because, you know, I'll tell you, like, if I am with my baby and I'm not really like interacting with him, then I feel guilty, mm-hmm. you know? So we don't just like sit and tune out and watch TV or whatever. If the TV's on, which the TV is on sometimes, then we're still engaging, you know? Yeah. So it's like, and even if you're sleeping, you're on because that baby's going to like wake up at some point. Mm-hmm. You have to be like, you know, tuned in to be aware of that. So I guess like ideally, um, you know, because I can understand how having a job whether you like that job or not, it still allows you to sort of be out in the world a little bit, especially right now when we're going Mm -hmm. through like pandemic and there aren't a lot of things that we really can do. If you have somewhere to go eight hours a day, then you get to like be an adult person for a little while. Yes. Um, The problem is, is that then you really miss all these milestones and all these things that your baby does and you don't really even know your child as well as you would if you were home. So I guess like I in a perfect world, you could have like a part time job or a part time hobby or whatever it is you want to do that's like your thing that you do that that's, you know, fulfilling in that way and like your creative, Mm -hmm. you know, intel whatever way. because certainly not, I don't think that we all should, that's like a whole other situation, but I don't think that we should be living to work, you know, but you have a job that's fulfilling in a lot of ways. So it's like, if you, ideally you'd have something that you could do part-time that's fulfilling and you'd have tons of support from friends Mm -hmm. and family who could come in and not only just give you a break, but also be there because, you know, as a parent, you a lot of times miss out on adult conversation and you miss out on conversation because it's like, I can tell you, I talk to my baby a lot and I also Mm -hmm. talk about my baby a lot, you know, and I could do that 24 seven, but I also crave like conversation about like, you know, things that are going on in the rest of the life spectrum. Um, So it's like, you know, people are always trying to have it all. And it's like, well, you can get it all, but you can't get it all done like well, you know? Yeah. And ideally you would be able to have like little bits and pieces of all those things. But if you have to choose like right now, this is my choice, but I definitely, there is the burnout no matter what, because it's hard to be on all the time. And, you know, when you're working, you're on like some, somewhere, someone's going to have some like some slack, you know? Mm -hmm. So you're either going to be tired with your kid or you're going to be tired at work, you know, mentally, emotionally exhausted, Mm -hmm. physically exhausted. I mean, I've never been more physically exhausted than I am right now in my life. Like I'm in pain every day. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it's just, it's, it's difficult. And like, I, like I said, and th- the way I say it, when I say, I can't imagine someone else raising my baby, it sounds kind of judgmental, but I don't mean it in that way. I don't think mm-hmm. there is a right or wrong. And lots of people don't have a choice either way. You know, you, you either don't have, you either can't afford for someone to take care of your baby. So you have to stay home or you can't afford to stay home. So you have to, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. there are just so many, um, like right now, if I paid for daycare, I'd be paying the same amount that I was making at my last job. So what's the point in that, yeah. you know? So it's oh, yeah. just, um, 
there's no judgment whatsoever. I don't think there's a right and wrong. Everyone does it differently. And a lot of times there are things that, you know, we do that, that we're not given a choice about. Um, yeah. I'm really glad that I'm like, so thankful every day that my situation worked out the way that it did when it did. Um, but who knows what the future holds? Yeah, for sure. And I just wanted to throw out there that what I do want to focus on today, or the reason I'm bringing this up is because I really do want to talk about how we balance our self-care versus taking care of our family mm -hmm. versus going out in the world and having that other adult interaction. But, um, but first I just want to say that when we had our baby, we did not intend for her to have a childcare provider. Our plan was that I work four days a week and my husband would be home on those four days a week. And then the three days that I'm here, he would go and do his work. He owns his own business. So he has the ability to structure his work around when he was available. And so that was really our plan was just to tag team it. And we figured that we probably wouldn't see each other a lot in the first year or so, but that was fine. You know, that that's the best thing that we could do. Mm -hmm. Well, it became apparent pretty quickly that his job, while it's self-employment, also deals with customers and you can't just work on your schedule. Customers want things done on their schedule. Yep. And so it became more and more difficult. And they, he started taking the baby with him to work and it was fine, but because uh, mostly he's in the car, just driving around from place to place, checking in on things. But, um, but I was nervous with her being in the car that much. And, um, and it just wasn't the kind of quality time that I thought she would be having at home with dad, right? Mm -hmm. Just driving around in a car all day. So he said we were really going to have to look into some options of at least having childcare uh, a few hours a day, maybe a couple of days a week so that he could go and do his job. And I wasn't on board with it at all. I said, it'll never happen. Where, where are you going to find childcare? We live in the middle of nowhere. There's not just daycares everywhere, you know? So he puts a post on Facebook, which I'm like, I'm not what? even with anyone from Facebook. And he gets a response back from this lady and she gives this whole resume. And I just totally called BS. I said, no, no way. No one with those qualifications lives here and would work for that amount of money because she set her own price, which was really, it was, it's like standard childcare prices, but for an in-home daycare where you have multiple children, like for her to be doing this for just one kid, it was just crazy. So anyway, but she truly was amazing in the real deal. And it was the best thing that's ever happened to us. And I honestly feel like she's probably better at parenting my kid than I am because she's just so amazing and has had, had so much experience with it. Mm -hmm. So our situation changed and I'm grateful that that came up and that now we both can do our jobs unhindered, uh, you know, during the week. So anyway, I just wanted to, to say that, that things do change. You, you were mentioning, you know, you yeah. don't know what the future holds and it's not all bad. You know, there are really amazing people out there and, um, and it's not, you know, I don't feel bad about having to make the choice that we made. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Right. 
I want to move on and get back to the main topic here, which is about the balance. So, okay. so Kelly, you have been in this and like what you're doing right now just scares the crap out of me. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I could do it because you're right. It's so exhausting and so physically taxing on you. So you've been at it for a few months. Tell mm -hmm. us, are you guys into like a routine? How, how are you sort of uh, adjusting to all this? Yeah. So, I mean, I am pretty much like right now, my, my partner is home too. Um, yeah. but he's mostly doing something else all day. So, um, I am with baby 24 seven, unless, you know, he's with baby too. Okay. Um, baby and I totally have a routine. Like okay. we get up around the same time every day. We, you know, he hangs out with me and the older he gets, the more he's able to hang out rather than just like, you know, be entertained. Mm -hmm. So like now he hangs out and, you know, while I make breakfast and get my coffee ready and, you know, like then we kind of work on like a play nap, sleep schedule, eat, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have our nighttime routine then we go to bed and we, you know, work on a different, you know, bed routine. But I mean, I'm the one who's, who's up with him when he's up every night. Um, so it's, it's 24 seven job. It's, it's all the time. Um, yeah. and now he's gotten like one thing that's been really exciting is now he will sometimes just like hang out and watch me make dinner. Whereas before he had to be like entertained while I was making dinner, which is an odd thing because we make dinner kind of right before his bedtime. So it's a really, he's, it's a really tricky time period and we're still figuring that out, but yeah, it's, it's all the time. But if I do make little escapes, so I'm also the person who does all the grocery shopping for the most part, I do yeah. the cooking, you know, for the most part. Um, so like when I do escape to the store, I find that I miss him like 10 minutes into my drive. Yeah. Like, and when I get back, it's like, I'm so excited to just like squeeze him, you know, yeah. um, which I did not think would happen, but I do like the longer I'm out, the more I'm like, oh, this is so dumb. Like I should just be hanging out with my kid, but it is important to have that balance. And so like, uh, I will you know, get my husband to watch the baby while I take a bath occasionally or, mm. you know, something like that. Like, it's funny how many basic things you take for granted, like mm -hmm. the ability to eat a meal, Yeah, you know, eat a meal, like mm -hmm. the whole meal while it's hot mm -hmm. without any interruptions or like watch a television show, read mm -hmm. a book, take a bath, you know, just wash your face take a yeah. shower, just basic, basic, basic things, you know? And I'm super lucky that my baby will just hang out while I take a shower every morning and I don't See, even have to worry about it. I've heard of this. I tried it once. It just wasn't her thing. She, she did not do well with the bouncy chair in the shower. And so I will say that for me, when I was fresh into having a new baby before I went back to work, the shower was the only time I got to be alone uh, that I knew 100% dad had her. And, and we're talking like the first few weeks where you're literally nursing mm -hmm. round the clock, like, and nobody can take care of the baby because you're only nursing. There's mm -hmm. you're not into bottles yet or anything like that. And so just having 20 minutes 
in the shower all by myself, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And I suddenly found that the shower is like my retreat. Yes. <laughs> and now, now I bring the phone. Like this was the other thing I learned because uh, I would bring the phone in and play music, which I hadn't actually done before. And I would always have like a little frosty beverage, you know, something mm -hmm. cold so I could <laughs> stay in there longer and um, kind of cool myself off with some cool water or a soda or Thanks. something. And, uh, and then we fortunately got my bathtub installed. And so I was able to start alternating between mm -hmm. baths and showers. And now I can sit in the bath for like an hour and a half. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, what's funny is, well, I can sit in the bath until I hear my baby cry. And then I'm like, oh man, like, it's not like his dad can't hang out with him. It's just that I feel guilty, you know? Yeah. And it's so funny because now if I take a bath, I take everything in there with me. It's like, I totally relate to that shower thing. Cause I'm like, all right, I need a book. I need something to watch. I need something to listen to. I need something to drink. Like I need all mm -hmm. the things because when you have a few minutes to yourself, it's overwhelming. I never know what I should be doing with those few minutes. Like what yeah. would be the best use of my time? It's like, um, when I go to sleep at night, cause uh, I nurse the baby to sleep. And so we're, we go to bed at the same time and it's like hours before I, I used to go to sleep. And so I'm laying there and it's like, well, I really want to read my book, but I really should be sleeping. Hmm, what do I do? You know, and it's a constant battle. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So how is your baby doing with, um, sleeping at night? Are you guys getting fairly solid sleep at night or um, so up and down? It, I mean, it, it varies, but he usually, he started to sleep for longer stretches and then he wakes up a few, you know, every couple mm -hmm. of hours after the first long stretch. Okay. So, um, but I mean, the thing is, is that like, except for nights where I'm up for long periods of time, you know, like some nights he wants to nurse for like two hours. And then sometimes he's up and he's like, I want to nurse for five minutes and then go back to sleep, you know? And so we're, and we're kind of getting out of a sleep regression. So things are starting to, to normalize, whatever, whatever that means, things change so much in the first year, but, um, I'm just so used to not having any sleep that like tired is just like a normal state for me. And I, am functioning okay so unless it's one of those nights that has been specifically bad you know uh I find that it's that's not really a big deal for me okay that's good I think for me when the baby started sleeping through most of the night or where it was somewhat predictable of like she's going to get up at 2 a.m she's going to nurse for 30 minutes and then we can all, all go back to sleep mm -hmm. um that at least when it got to that point that I felt my mental health improved and yeah. my ability to feel like I was functioning was better. And let me add that I had to go back to work before that happened. So I was really- I can't imagine that. Like I, like I cannot imagine that. Like I have a friend who um, her baby's a little bit behind mine and um, time-wise. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and like she recently went back to work and I'm like I just cannot even fathom because these babies are like baby babies now yeah they're baby babies babies you know well, baby humans the, that are still super dependent to, 
launch into why six weeks is not enough time yeah. for maternity leave. Like I find that offensive and I assumed it would be three months, but it's actually six weeks for my job, even though the writing is somewhat deceptive. So that's a different story. Yeah. Well, I think but, it's um, a lot of times it is 12 weeks. Um, you just don't get paid for it. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten paid. And, and you might not have a, the same job when you get back. I mean, I, I think they would have given me my job back, but I just couldn't have, we couldn't live like that. Mm -hmm. My husband was just starting a new business. It yeah. just wasn't, we it wasn't in the cars. We just bought a new house. There was no way that we could just not get paychecks for six weeks. So anyway, uh, I wasn't really ready to go back. I couldn't even understand how they expected me to go back. And I'm, you know, going to work. I bought, I think I talked to the other podcast about like four outfits. They were super loose, frumpy dresses. I've got my nursing bra on my backpack with my breast pump in it. And I'm off to work every day and pumping every few hours. And mm -hmm. I was not happy about that at all. And then a magic thing happened and the world shut down and we oh, all yeah. got sent home from work. And so I actually only worked for maybe two months. And then I was sent home and then got to learn how to balance working from home full time while having childcare and a teenager at home and just all of us stuck in a house because of course nobody could leave. So that mm -hmm. was a completely different thing. And I will say that it was a true blessing because I was here and I had a break from the baby. It was for uh, just a few hours in the morning. Um, then she took a nap. So it wasn't for the whole day, but I had some relief from having to care for her all day while I was getting my work done, but I was also here. So I was watching the milestones. I was getting to be there for first words, first Which step, is so all important. The like it's so, yeah. I would be so bummed if I didn't get to see like everything that's happening and it's so fascinating like the more you learn about developmental stages and you're you can actually watch out for things that are happening that you wouldn't even think oh this is actually developmentally huge you know just like normal things like passing a ball between two hands you know or yes. just doing something super that seems super basic is actually mm -hmm. really huge and being able to see all of that happen yeah. is incredible like I don't think your baby cares that you see it happen <laughs> like, but I mean it's really one of the most amazing things that's happened in my life you know to be able to watch that yeah so I mean we really like I said had an amazing sort of I got to do both like I got mm -hmm. to kind of be a stay-at-home mom and get all the benefits of that but I also got to keep working and um, having an income and so I can't complain, but I definitely think this would be a different conversation if I hadn't had a baby four months before a total global pandemic lockdown. And I didn't go back to work and I'm still not even back to work full time. I went back to work for two days and now three days, but she was almost two years old before I even had to go back to work wow. in the office. And so I really got to see all of that first two years with her. And, um, and now I'm finally bridging to balancing a true job out of the home, gone 12 hours a day with being a parent, meaning some nights I've got to come home and cook dinner. And you mentioned about cooking dinner. I want to tell you something about two-year-olds and cooking dinner, <laughs> and then we're going to take a quick break. Okay. 
so she's at the age where she wants to help and she says helping helping and she brings her little stool over and she climbs up there and she's helping but she doesn't understand to wait for instructions so she just starts doing things of her own she's pulling out pots and pans she's getting soup ladles <laughs> and the other day we had a bag of grits on the counter and i cut up the potatoes and she decided that she was gonna coat the potatoes in grits <laughs> and she did all that like just before I, mean, I could even like see what she was doing this is probably how the best meals are made though the most creative this so, is how chefs come up with their meals yeah so balancing that is a very tough situation because i don't want to discourage her from helping yeah. i think a big fail i did with my oldest is that i it was easier to just do things and mm -hmm. not have you know them help me so now that i want them to help me nope they didn't get that planted in them as a kid and uh and so i want her to be encouraged to help but it really is the opposite of helping it is making it so much more stressful and so much more difficult and more work but that's that's it's how a true it goes. test of patience yes so just know that part is coming and it's glorious i'm looking forward to the time where she's actually helping like she's cracking the <laughs> eggs and she's you know putting the spices in or whatever that might just so. be fake like <laughs> I think it's real. It's I think we'll get there. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll be back. All right. So we're back from the break and we left off talking about making dinner. So I think that's a perfect segue into our next part of self-care, which is about preparing food at home with a baby or Nourishing after ourselves. having a baby. Um, and then of course, you know, we've got a little extra weight because we mm -hmm. had a baby and how are we navigating that? So Kelly, do you want to jump in here? What have you been doing? I know when you first had the baby, you took a break from what appeared because you have a food Instagram. It took, you took a break from your gourmet vegan meals for a while. Is that? Yeah. And I was just accurate? eating like whatever I could be. I mean, I was just eating like the most basic stuff, just like rice or pizza or you know whatever because when you first have a baby you are just surviving yes. like just surviving and it's really tricky because they tell you you know you really need to eat super healthy because you're mm -hmm. breastfeeding and you know you want to be healthy for the baby and for yourself and you need to be nourished so that you can like have energy and then it's like and please someone explain to me how we're going to do that and so we had a lot of like um frozen meals we ate a yeah. lot of amy's frozen meals we ate a lot of there's this um company called bistro and it's vegan frozen meals and they're actually like really really like gourmet meals Ooh. but it's really expensive though yeah. so it's not sustainable but you know we were eating a lot of of frozen things and now i finally kind of because i was eating all of those frozen things and because i was eating stuff that i would never eat like i was eating a lot of processed stuff like we ate pop tarts every morning for like a month you know and like we're just now getting out wow, of that um, that sounds so yummy though and no that's well i was you know telling my husband that like it's not that I don't like that kind of food. It's yeah. that I like that kind of food too much. So if it's in my house, I'll eat all of it, you know, and it's just not healthy. And I feel better when I'm eating, you know, healthier things. So like, I just can't have it in my house. So we're, we're just getting to the point where we're transitioning now. 
um, and I'm starting to make foods. I just recently, like in the past week or so, decided that I'm going to start um, making things in bulk, like big, huge trays of broccoli, big, huge trays of mm. sweet potatoes, things like that, so nice. that I have something healthy on the go versus instead of like either not eating at all or eating something prepackaged. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll see how it goes. Cause you know, it's really easy to plan stuff, not as easy to follow through, especially when you have a little one to take care of, but mm -hmm. um, definitely trying to transition over here. How about you? Well, I can say that uh, I'm having a bit of a shift right now in the way that I'm eating. And I realized that during the pandemic, when I decided to cut meat out of my diet, prior to that, my husband had just been sort of cooking and I'd been just eating whatever he made. And it's very meat heavy because he's, I mean, he could just eat meat all day mm. and nothing else. Uh, I just got so fed up with that. It was easy when I first had the baby and I just kind of fell into it, but I was not happy with that. With the pandemic and everything on lockdown, no restaurants, so couldn't go out and order anything. Really, I kind of got into a fast food rut because we've got the Impossible Whopper, I've got the Beyond Burger, I've got, mm -hmm. um, you know, bean burritos at Taco Bell. And it became like the easiest way to eat food without meat, mm -hmm. without really thinking about, is this actually healthy for me? I mean, really is an Impossible Whopper for lunch and a bean burrito for dinner, a healthy lifestyle? I don't think so. But that was actually where I was at. And I was like finding excuses to go to town to buy something every day so that I could go to Burger King or Taco Bell or Subway, which has been a, an old favorite, the veggie sub. So anyway, I realized that I really needed to get away from that because one, it's just financially crippling to eat mm -hmm. out that much, even yeah. fast food. Yeah. The fast well, food cheap. is expensive. Yeah. So Especially the expensive. good stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. we're not getting like dollar cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Or, yeah, know, like... we, we went um, because we moved too in the middle of yes, baby. Yes, you did. And so we were doing like DoorDash and stuff for a while, okay. which like before we never would have done. And we got like Smashburger because, you know, yes. I think that you mentioned Smashburger on a previous podcast, those black mm -hmm. bean burgers. Yes. I love. Oh my gosh. Burgers. So we got a couple of times we got Smashburger. It was like 40 bucks. Yeah. It's crazy. 40 bucks for two people. That's great. Yes. Fast food. But yeah, it, I mean, it's yeah. really good, but it's, I mean, it's worth it, but that's an every once in a while thing. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I really realized that I've got to shift back into cooking from home and I mm -hmm. need to equip myself with some tools and some tricks. I will tell you that the cauliflower steak, I learned that from a purple carrot meal a while back, that has become like such an easy go-to because you just buy a head of cauliflower, cut it into four, you know, one inch thick pieces and bake See, it. With I some can't do that. Cream. Cauliflower is way too rough on my system, but, uh, like, but I love it. But I'm I saying love that's, that you found that. But that's like one little skill I've learned my husband's not into it, but everybody else will eat it and kind of be okay with it. And so easy things like that is the, is what I'm shifting towards finding a few things. Um, nice. and then other nights it's like steamed broccoli and, you know, the garden chicken tenders and it's mm -hmm. good, you know, and we're going to call it good, Yep. but at we least, do that too. <laughs> at least I am now like thinking ahead about shopping 
for what I want. I went and spent $180 at the grocery store last week. And I'm like, what did Whoa. I buy? But I have all the little goodies in the freezer and I have all yeah. the fresh vegetables and fruits. And so when I come home, I have options of what I can cook. And then every other week, as long as I like the meals, I'm going to do the purple carrot box. And right. that's my plan to kind of keep it mixed up. Cause otherwise I'll get very bored with that. I know mm -hmm. myself and suddenly I'll be back to Burger King getting an impossible Whopper again. Yeah. We are actually adding the purple carrot back into our plans as well. Um, not every week because it is and hashtag not a sponsor, just, <laughs> just telling it how it is. What mind for you to be a sponsor. Um, but we've added we've added it back in too because it really just is a great way to know that you're eating vegetables and good foods and then you learn tips and tricks and all of that. Um, it's funny that you mentioned spending $180 at the grocery store and having all the food because that's how I used to shop. Um, I used to shop in a way that like I was completely prepared for any food situation that we needed. Like I had all the things and the, fr the freezer was stacked and we were good to go no matter what sort of apocalypse was about to happen. And yes. now I'm trying to take a step back and shop in a different way because, you know, balance and budgeting and, you know, all of that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just trying to shop like a little bit at a time and really be mindful about the meals that I'm making and what exactly I'm buying at the store. Um, and it's difficult. It's hard to backtrack in that way and shop in a, in a completely different way than I've ever shopped. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, back when I was single and shopping just for myself, I would go to the grocery store every two or three days because I would just shop for like particular, you know, meals at a time. Yeah. And so shopping in this way, especially, you know, now, like I try not to go to the store that often because it's like kind of an ordeal to go to the store with a baby yeah. and I don't take yeah. him to the store because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And, you know, so there's just, there's too many factors involved. So now I don't enjoy going to the store anymore and it's mm. way more of a hassle than a fun time for me. So I'm trying to be incredibly mindful. So we're being mindful in, in sort of different ways, but that is interesting that we've both taken that on and not even like as a new year's resolution, but just as like a, a life thing. Yeah. And I honestly prefer shopping for just a few days, um, particularly because I like fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. That's why I was like, what did I do to get to $180? Now there could have been like some things in that cart, like a new yoga mat and other things that weren't exactly groceries. And I think that helped get that bill a little bit up there. Well, I'm not, but, um, I'm not knocking the bill. It's very easy for me to spend $180 on groceries. Oh, yeah, I couldn't I've never that. in my life spent that at one store, but like if I go, cause what I used to do is I used to go shopping every like Saturday morning and I would go to mm -hmm. like three or four stores. Cause that's what I had oh, wow. to do to get the things that I needed. So I had like a, you know, a circle that I went, mm -hmm. you know, to all the stores um, and things are a lot different where we live now. I can't do that anymore. And things are a lot yeah. different with a baby. I can't do that anymore. So, you know, now it's just, you know, I kind of have to pick and choose and the things that I want aren't always at every store. And so I have to be just so picky about it, but yeah, shopping for fresh food, fruit and vegetables. That's tough. You know, it really is mm -hmm. tough because you do you kind can't of have do to shop it. every other day or something. You can't do it for two weeks. All right. So speaking of yoga mat, I think that is a clue 
that we could move into our next aspect of self-care that is really important to new parents, and that is making time for exercise. So uh, I have been challenged by this. I know the first year after having a baby, I had a personal trainer and we did everything on Zoom because pandemic. So I didn't have to go anywhere and I would just schedule it during her nap time. And then I would do these 30 minute Zoom workouts. And that was okay for a while, but eventually uh, I just got tired of doing that because everyone would like sit around and watch me work out and it was really uncomfortable. So I got away from that. And so I'm curious to hear, I know you're really big into exercise. You've got a lot of like at home exercise equipment yeah. that you've used in the past. Are you able to make time to exercise? What's that looking like for you these days? So for the first few months after baby, absolutely not. I had no time to do that. Um, and it's funny to hear you say that you exercised while the baby was, while your baby was napping. Cause my baby basically only contact naps. So mm. if he's asleep, he's on me and yeah. I can't do anything. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm in that nap trap for, uh, you know, forever. Um, but again, now, because he's a little bit older and he can kind of just hang out sometimes I have been able to, so for a while we were just taking walks taking long mm -hmm. walks and then it started to get really cold. And so now the walks aren't like, we can't go for walks as often as we were going because it's just, it's really hard to gauge how you bundle up a baby, you know? Mm. Um, it's hard to gauge like what, how, what their temperature is. In the Pacific Northwest, it's a onesie. It's a legless, sleeveless onesie, 365 days a year, no socks, <laughs> no hat, like, I'm always shocked to see people up here with like newborn babies in the cold with no clothes on. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're doing. So, you know, not, not as much walking. We did take a really nice long walk yesterday, which was amazing. Um, but because he's able to hang out a little bit more, I have been able a couple of times, not very often. We're just kind of getting into it. I've been able to just put him in his little bouncy seat and I can, you know, get on the elliptical or the recumbent bike or, you know, do really short blogilates workouts. So the issue for me now is, I mean, I, you mentioned a yoga mat. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I'm so, it's like you're bragging. I cannot wait to do oh, yoga. Yeah. I want to do yoga so bad, but yoga for me is one of those things that if I have to stop in the middle of it, it's really stressful for me. And it mm. totally takes away from the whole point of doing yoga. Um, and so I'm waiting until I know that he'll be chill enough to do that. Um, like, oh, I miss yoga so much, but yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm just now getting into it, but I think the other thing that you battle, like, since we're talking about, you know, having kids and working and, you know, all of the stuff is, it's exhausting. Like if you're exhausted, when you have a few minutes, you don't always want to exercise. No. So it has occurred to me recently when I do exercise, I do feel way better. I love it. I love exercising mm -hmm. and it's worth doing that. So now I'll just put on a podcast when I'm able and, you know, get on one of those, those machines and get, get at it. Yeah. Well, I've really battled now that I'm going back to work. So not that I'm ready to be in a gym again, but 
I am thinking about the day where maybe being in a gym will be safe again. My job provides gym membership as part of our benefits package. Mm -hmm. So I used to get up early for work before I had a baby, put on my gym clothes, pack up my work clothes, go to the gym, work out for an hour, take a shower and get all ready for work at the gym and then go to work. (sighs) No, I don't want to go to bed earlier so I can do that and I don't and after working 10 hours I can tell myself all day I'm going to go to the gym after work it's not going to happen I am like barely alive Mm -hmm. at the end of 10 hours and I still have to drive home so it's not an option so I don't know when I would use that gym membership even if I was to get it and feel safe going into a gym and the only thing I could think is that I would run over there on my lunch break and squeeze in, like have my leggings on under my dress and just bring a t-shirt and throw it on and then just go back to work sweaty, you know, and fit in a quick workout during, uh, during lunch. But the only other option then is that those three days that I have home with my baby, those precious three days, I'm supposed to then what I leave her and go work out or she's not really at the age anymore where she wants to be in a stroller. So the idea of going for a nice walk or jog in the, with her in the stroller, I don't think is really going to be fun for her anymore. You're going to have to start doing like mommy and me things or something. I know. I know. So what I'm doing right now is once or twice a week, I rent an arena and then I go ride horses, which I mean, we could argue. Is it really that? Well, it is. If you're actually riding with a purpose, like I've realized, like if I'm just out there, like, okay, this is my horse. I'm just going to walk around. No, that's not physical activity, but just brushing and tacking up a horse is really a lot of work. And so that's definitely a good little 10, 15 minute workout. Cause you're like big horse and brushes and all this too. I can imagine that that would, would be a bit of a workout. Yeah. And then I ride for two solid hours and I'm really riding. Like I'm using my leg muscles when I get home, like my inner thighs are sore for days. So I know I'm out there and I'm actually doing some exercise and that's about three to four hours on uh, one of my days. So that's, I, it happens with her nap sort of there, but you know, I mean, that's a, a huge chunk of one of the days that I have with her that I'm dedicating to this other activity. And I do feel like it's part of a, a, a good work balance, but it's a lot of time to put into an activity. Mm-hmm. And this kind of is part about what I wanted to, to touch on today is that like, I, I do feel like I've met at now almost two and a half years old, I have acquired some work, life, home, family, self-care balance. Mm. You know, I do have a job that's fulfilling. I am exhausted those four days of the week and I'm not able to do a lot of engaged parenting in those evenings. Um, But I have those three days where I know I'm on and I'm on full. And then one of those days I take part of that time while she's napping. And then I go do my exercise and it feels like it's really a healthy balance for me. I'm getting all my different needs met and I'm pretty excited about that because I've been a parent for 16 years and I don't know if I've ever had a good work life, home, family, self-care balance, you know? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. It's rare. 
It is. And I, and I feel like it's a delicate, like, I don't know how long this will last. Mm -hmm. I could come back next week and be like, okay, well, that was over. I just lost it. But again, I'm really just fascinated by like how you're doing, just like coming into it. No one tells you how hard it is. Why don't they tell you how hard it is, especially those first few months, but you can't hear it. (laughs) I've never heard anybody talk about that before. Really? Like how like incredibly difficult it is, but you know, to be honest, if someone I knew was having a baby other than saying, you know, oh, it's really, really hard. They don't tell you how hard it is in the same way that I don't really remember having a baby. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember being pregnant. I don't really remember those first few months. Like I don't, it was all a blur. And so I couldn't, like, I can tell you, oh, it was the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. But like, I can't really remember the specifics of it because you're just doing it. And that's the thing about like, like parenting a lot of times is that you have to be like in the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think that it has taught me to, you know, when you don't have a kid, like, you have all this time to plan out these things. Like I'm going to have this perfect meal and I'm going to spend hours doing it. And then I'm going to exercise all this, you know, do all this stuff. And it's like now, um, like we've talked about, like, you know, I weigh more than I want to weigh and I don't get to eat what I want to, you know, like Mm -hmm. nothing is how I envision it being, but like, you just kind of have to go with it. And like, if today is the day that I get to get on the bike and bicycle for like 15 or 20 minutes, then go with it. You know, if it's not, it's not, whatever, it's not a big deal, you know, and you just have to like deal with it and move on. I'm grateful for every day that I wake up and I'm like, whoa, we actually got some sleep last night because in the beginning, there were so many nights where I dreaded nighttime so Mm -hmm. much because I was just like, I don't know if I can do this tonight. Like, I really don't know if it's, if I like have it physically in me to do this another night, Um, you know, and now it's just like, whoa, we got like six hours of sleep. Holy crap. Like that's so much. And now you're like grateful for six hours of sleep. (laughs) It's amazing. It's a bit of a reality check, but I will say that parenting, if, if you can take away anything from it that learning to roll with the punches, like you were just saying, like, whatever happens today is what's going to happen. And we're going to just get through it is such a great life skill. And I, I think I've gotten to apply that to other areas of my life. And so I'm really glad to see that, like, you're only a few months in and you're already like super Zen about it. And that's, I think that's the key. Honestly. Yeah. Like I really do wish that I could apply that to all the other areas of my life. Um, because it's like, I find that difficult. I find it Mm -hmm. difficult to, you know, like, I don't know, like it's super, super easy to be patient with my baby. Cause I'm like, how could it, like, how would I not be like, he's just, Mm -hmm. he just got here. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. He He doesn't know anything. Yeah. And it's like, and not only that, it's just like, if this is stressful for me, imagine what it must be for him. He doesn't even know how to talk. He doesn't know to do anything, which, you know, is probably for the best for him, but like, you know, it's just, I find that it's so incredibly easy to be, and this is probably like a podcast for another time, but it's like, I know that like my husband is like, how can you be like so patient with baby? And then like, so not patient with me. And I'm like, well, because you're not a baby. (laughs) 
You should know better. If you're crying when you're hungry, we have a problem. Yeah. You know, (laughs) so it's like, but yeah, it's just like, it's so easy, but because it's so easy with him too, it's like, I find that I use like a lot of my energy, like being patient with him and like making sure like everything's taken care of for him and that he's good. Um, and that we do just like roll with things, but then like in the rest of the world, it's like, you know, it gets really frustrating when like, I don't know, just basic, like just basic stuff I find frustrating. And so it's a, a, a bit like a, it's hard balancing, like, I want to be like a roll with the punches all the time person. Like I envy those people so much, Um, but it's really hard balancing. It's like, you know, I remember one of the first times I went out to go to the grocery store and I was leaving the baby home with um, my husband for the first time. And it's like, it's not like I don't trust my husband, but it's just like, I'm just so used to being with the baby that I'm like, you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I I I know. Um, But like, I remember I was hitting like every stoplight and like every car in front of me was doing some weird three-point turn and everything was taking forever (laughs) and none of the stores had anything that I needed. So I had to keep going to more stores and it's just like, oh my God, this is the most stressful thing on the planet, you know? And so it's like, it is really hard balancing, like, (laughs) like not putting all of my energy and effort and time and whatever into like this one aspect of my life and then like the rest of life being so stressful because everything else is getting all that patience and you know chill time um so there's like a a a balance there that I haven't quite figured out that I'm still working on but um hey and you're like super new to this I think that it starts to to bleed over mm-hmm. you know that makes sense and to me. so it doesn't and so you're thinking about like you only have so much patience but I, I would say that the more that you're with your baby and practicing that patience and that you know just go with the flow that you're able to adapt it into other areas of your life because you just realize that when you're in like physically emotionally mentally when you're in that place where you're just taking it as it comes because that's what you got to do with a baby it's so much of a happier place to be mm-hmm. than that like why can't I control everything? Why won't yeah. everybody do? And I certainly have days like I, I have those days all the time. I'm not in any way saying that I'm like, oh, I'm rolling with the punches all the time. But, uh, but I did notice that I, I learned the skill with, with having a baby. And then I was able over time to apply it. And, and some days better than others. I get very frustrated about stupid stuff all it's always the stupid stuff you know like I find that you know I can be around my baby and he can spit up all over me like 15 times in a row and you know then there's like a blowout diaper and there's like all this stuff happening and I have to change his outfit like multiple times and it's like all this stuff and it's like blah 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 well this is just what we're doing and then I walk into the kitchen and I try to make myself a sandwich or something and everything falls on the floor or like I'm pushing things over and it's like it's so irritating immediately immediately yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like or why like, can't, can't this get just the, be like, like whatever I'll be like trying to get a garbage bag like a new garbage bag and you like can't get it to open <laughs> and I just lose it yeah. like I've been been all day and then the yeah. garbage bag was like 
where I just lost it. And I'm like, this it's crazy. <laughs> and it's so silly. It's so silly, but it's just like, it's trying to do everything and trying to be everything for everyone. And it's just like, it's got to come out somewhere. And, you know, I yeah. do hope that eventually, like I will, I don't know, eventually I'll get that yoga mat out and then everything will be fine. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to clarify, I haven't done any yoga. I haven't even taken it out of the car or unwrapped it from the plastic. That's not the point. But I have... <laughs> great intentions so actually my plan I'll tell you this just as a little side and okay. then um I think we're gonna have to probably wrap it up wrap for the day. It up. um so I took my um my big exercise ball my like mm -hmm. bouncy exercise ball I took that to work so that I can sit on it at my desk Smart. when I like when I'm getting tired of sitting in the chair um it's a way to do some core strengthening and just probably better for my body and my mm -hmm. muscles to be on that and I thought well because I get breaks or you know I have a lunch and I usually work through eating I eat through work so then on my lunch I can do something I want to do with mm -hmm. my time yeah and I was thinking I'll buy this yoga mat I'll take it to work and then when I have a lunch I can actually have a solid 30 minutes where I could just do yoga or do some little Pilates workout or something you know off the blog Pilates app or mm -hmm. something like that and then I'm not taking away time from the baby I'm not rushing to a gym and coming back to work all sweaty mm -hmm. I'm right there I'm in the comfort of my office and I have space now I have this huge office which is crazy so I have space where I can do that so that's actually what I bought it for and I'm hoping if I can ever get it out of the car and into my actual office, that uh, this will be one of my solutions for getting in a little more working out during the week yeah. and during my work days. So that sounds amazing. I hope that that works out for you. We will too. have to keep us posted. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. It's so a great idea though. It's a good idea. We'll mm -hmm. see. So anyway, well, I hope that we shared some knowledge that's maybe useful for other people about balancing work home life. And I think it's always a work in progress. It's always mm -hmm. something that we need to strive for. And ultimately the benefit is that we're better parents and hopefully our children are happier people. Yeah, and I mean, if nothing else, maybe you can relate and we're here for solidarity. <laughs> or not, and you think we're crazy. Yeah, you, you might think we're, we're totally crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine too. So, well, anyway, well, I enjoyed hearing about it because I've not really asked you about this. So at least mm. I know more about how you're doing at home and uh, maybe you know more about how I'm doing. Well, I hope you have a really amazing week and that you have awesome sleep and great self-care time. You too. I hope you get that yoga mat out of okay, your car. I, I will. And I'll <laughs> Where report it goes, back next week. We'll see. So you guys hold me accountable on getting the yoga mat out of the car. That's Absolutely. Definitely. All right. Well, until next time, keep it real.